0: Not too long ago, families across Ireland received the double child benefit. And as has always been the case, it didn't matter if those families were struggling or absolutely minted. So why isn't it means, Tessa? Dr Laura Bambrick is head of social policy and employment affairs at the ICTU and has been writing about this in the journal. Afternoon, Laura.
1: Hi, Hi Sean.
0: Is this the most expensive social welfare benefit we have?
1: It's one of the most expensive pensions would be more expensive Um so uh, b- at both ends of the life cycle uh the early years and the late years and that 's because while the um, w- while pensions aren't universal. They are. There is nearly complete coverage. You'd want to be quite independently wealthy now, not to be uh, getting any, uh, a- a- any form of pension. You might be getting a full one, but you would be getting some form of pension. And then child benefit is paid to all children within the state, uh, with the exception of children of asylum seekers and other people looking for uh, the right to remain in the state. So the Last vast majority of all children under the age of 16 or under the age of 18 if they're continuing in full time education and training. So large numbers, and that's what makes it uh, one of the most expensive ones. 2.1 billion a year is spent on child benefit. Yeah. Now, I think
0: many European countries at least have some form of something that looks like a means testing on this. Uh, why don't we? And is there a philosophical basis for this or is it just ah, it's simpler to do it this way?
1: Well, um, other, other countries use the tax system. So we're really unusual. So if we had two workers earning the same amount of money, they're taxed. Taxed exactly the same, irrespective of one of those workers having no dependents, no no children reliant on that income, versus the other worker maybe have one, two, three or more children reliant on them. In other European countries, they give you a child tax credit, so you're taxed less heavily if you have more children. Ireland doesn't; it doesn't recognise that. Another difference from us to other European countries is um we we don't have universal public services. So parents have to pay for health care for their children. Most of them will be paying for child care. We don't uh, have free third level education and only in this budget now that we have free uh, school books going to primary school from next year. So a lot of, so child benefit is for the vast, vast majority of families. The only way the Irish state assists in some way of uh, helping towards the cost of uh, children. Right. But there are families who need that.
0: There are are obviously families who need that help. And is that their justification? The rest of our social welfare system is crap. That's why we have universal child benefit. It's a pretty weak argument.
1: Well, we have universal social. Uh, we have universal childcare benefit to make sure all families get a little bit. And those needy families, they get top ups such as the back to education allowance. Um, uh, that that's that few hundred euros at September, which will help parents uh, on low incomes um, to kit out the children ready for school. And um, they're more likely to have a medical card. They're more likely to. Qualify qualify for, uh, say, school meals. Uh, uh, Up until recently, we used to have to pay for... bus, uh, school buses and things like that. So if you're on a particularly low income, you will qualify for the means-tested top-ups, but the child benefit, make sure that everybody gets something. So it's a contribution from the state towards the cost of rearing a child and an investment into the future uh, generation. But why do we not means-tested is possibly because it goes to as many as 600,000 uh, households so means testing at that level would be very very costly for the state first of all and a real admin burden so 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 there's practical reasons as well for means testing but we can look across the water really close to home and they had a very very similar uh, situation like us. They paid it to all families, irrespective of whether the parents were working or not, and irrespective of how much the family, how much was coming into the household. That all changed 10 years ago. And they said if there is any income earner, whether the mother or father or either parent is earning more than £50,000 for each hundred pounds they earn over that 50000 we're going to take back one percent of whatever child benefit you're receiving, and up to sixty thousand pound. By that time, you got no child benefit, and the idea of that was it get targeted then at the low income uh, families. But what we see is in in the past ten years, the child benefit going to the low income households has only increased by a mere six pounds fifty. So it, it, it was sold as this we're going. Going to target it instead of giving everybody a little bit, we're going to target it and give those most in need something more. But that just didn't happen. Yeah. So, but then then again, that's
0: like what happened over there, and that's a Tory government. So (laughs) that's that's not a universal argument. There, there still is. The very spirit of any social welfare impairment is, is to bring people who are struggling uh, up a bit and to help them. So isn't it an absolute obscenity and insult to our social welfare system that people that can afford to send their kids to fee-paying schools can also claim money back from the state for the pleasure of doing that?
1: Well, it's only a very small minority. It's only about 7% sure, of So didn't the, the amount of millionaires in the country that. go
0: up there by, by a massive amount there just the other day?
1: Well, it comes to the point, Sean, do we design a welfare system that keeps out the few people or do we design a system that works for the many and the vast majority of uh, of families are working families and they have very little support from the state, as I said, reg- regardless of whether it's an income support or support in uh, public services. So that's good reason. And in fact, it's only in recent uh, months that the Commission on Tax and Welfare looked at child benefits and given that it's such an expensive uh, uh, payment. And they came to the conclusion that it should remain tax-free and it should remain universal. However, they do recommend some reform. So everybody will continue to get the standard €140 a month for all children. But children in low-income households, regardless of whether those households are reliant on weekly welfare payments or they're low-income because they're low-paid working households, they would get an extra top-up. So we would have a new second tier of child benefit and it would do that, again, that same principle of Everybody gets something universal and those most in need get something more. And that's the continental way and the Nordic way that they do around, uh, around payments to ensure that social solidarity, that people feel they're getting something back. They're putting in, but they're getting something back, but more is going to where it's needed more.
0: Laura, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Dr. Laura Bambrick, Head of Social Policy and Employment Affairs at the Irish Congress of Trade Union.
1: Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think of getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m.
0: on News Talk.